Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Our topic tonight, ADHD coaching intervention, its impact on students. With us in our virtual studio is Neil Peterson, the uh, founder and president of the EDGE Foundation. Before we get into the show, real quickly, the 2018 Annual International Conference on ADHD is around the corner. It's scheduled for November the 7th to the 11th in St. Louis, Missouri. You can learn more about the conference by going to chadd.org. Um, again, that's chadd.org. The conference is a, a spectacular opportunity. You'll, uh, you can go, you get keynotes, you've got breakout sessions, everything ADD that you ever want to know about. A lot of good stuff. The real reason to go, though, is uh, not just that, but you're with your tribe. You get to meet other people with ADHD. You have conversations with them. You talk to the speakers. I'm um, spectacular. So I encourage you to go check that out. Uh, we'll be there as we are every year. Um, also, tonight's show is being brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Uh, and we are offering uh, two free digital copies of Attention Magazine. Uh, all you have to do is uh, listen for the secret word in this show and three other shows uh, and email them to us at attention at attentiontalkradio.com and we will email you the magazine uh, in a PDF format. Again, tonight's show is being brought to you by Chad. Uh, we have a little bit of a promotional thing for their conference we'll run and we'll get into the show. So here we go. Want to learn proven strategies for managing ADHD from people who share your concerns? Join Chad at the 2018 Annual International Conference on ADHD, November 8 to 11 in St. Louis. Discover the latest tools and treatments. Connect with people just like you. Register today at chad.org. Thanks again, Chad, for your support. For those of you that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage our listeners to become members of Chad to support them. A strong Chad is a strong ADHD community. Supporting them means we speak more with a unified voice on Capitol Hill, different regulatory agencies, and um, have an impact on some of the research that's kind of coming together. So, again, it's important as a community to come together as one, and Chad is really on the forefront of that. Okay, our show tonight, uh, ADHD Coaching Intervention, Its Impact on Students. With us is Neil Peterson. He's a successful social entrepreneur, public servant, businessman, and leading advocate for the disabled in his role as the founder and CEO of the nonprofit Edge Foundation. He has a distinguished career in public service, including his role as the head of state health and human service agency where he's led the program for mental health and the disabled. He has served as the CEO of the public transportation agencies in Seattle, Oakland, and Los Angeles, as well as transportation coordinator agency in Orange County, California. Neil is a frequent speaker and is the author of a book, Embracing the Edge, Stories of Tenacity and uh, Personal Power. He has two children that have executive functioning challenges, specifically ADHD and dyslexia. <clears throat> he was a founder of the Edge Foundation as a result of their experience uh, with coaching that kind of transformed their lives. With that, Dale, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's nice to be here. I'm, uh, I always like having you on. You're always, uh, you have a lot of insights and um, are very articulate. We did a show 
Uh, well, actually, I did an interview with you some time ago. It was just an excerpt that we had um, we had used as a part of another show that talked about ADHD and the school system. And just you had some real insights. There's a lot of things in the school system, uh, a lot of good laws that were well intended to help students. Uh, but at the end of the day, the, the process is very punitive in terms of getting paperwork and getting approved for certain services. And a lot of kids didn't necessarily want it. And you were talking at the time about how coaching is just such a great intervention. And uh, actually had uh, advocated potentially everybody that goes to college should be mandated to have a coach. And it's, that was a profound interview for me because – um, as I began to talk to other people, I began to realize as I felt like that launching system was really kind of broken. And you have uh, really been a thought leader in this area um, and use the Edge Foundation as a means to go out and train um, teachers in schools um, to begin to help students. And I want to really learn more about that and the impact on students. So can you just tell me, uh, just share with our listeners how it occurred to you that we could use the coaching intervention? intervention and take it into schools, and we'll just kind of go from uh, what you've learned from there? Well, it's a, it's an interesting story. Uh, for, I'd like to answer that in two parts. One is uh, how I sort of got involved with the coaching intervention, and then secondly, how to take it into schools, if that's okay with you. So in terms of the coaching intervention itself, um, as you and I'm sure your listeners know, uh, ADHD and other issues associated with it. Uh, there's no cure. There's no silver bullet. And with my kids, um, when I was trying to, you know, work with them to figure out how I could be most helpful, um, the thing that occurred to me was that uh, this coaching intervention was something that uh, just was not getting the kind of visibility that it deserved. In other words, it's one more uh, intervention, and there's many out there all of which are needed to develop this, what I call scaffolding that's necessary uh-huh. to put around these kids so that they can pursue their dreams and what they're really great at and their passions and yet provide this scaffolding around those things that don't work so well that sometimes get in the way of, of, of those other things that are just so spectacular. Um, and so coaching to me is just one of many interventions that can be helpful but it was one that I didn't think was getting its due, if you will. <clears throat> so that's how I, that's how I got into the, uh, the, and why I set up the edge foundation was to, first of all, raise the visibility of coaching as an intervention. Um, and then uh, to the second part of your question, I wanted to make it available uh, to everyone, uh, regardless of their economic circumstances or their, their family history, background, et cetera. And so we started out with a, what we call our individual coaching program, which still exists today, which is wonderful. If you've got a child at Villanova or at a local high school and you want them to have an edge coach, you connect with us either via the web or by phone. And we set up a one-on-one edge coach for that child and you pay us for that. Um, And that's been working for over 10 years and it's unbelievably, uh, successful. Uh, but I got a lot of, uh, feedback from a lot of our friends in the, in the business and elsewhere that that was terrific. But what about those families where parents either weren't aware of coaching as an intervention or couldn't pay for coaching as an intervention. And that's when we developed what we call our in-school coaching program, where we take it to schools, um, and, 
instead of providing the edge coaching directly with our certified edge coaches, we train the staff of the schools, whether they be teachers, paraprofessionals, um, security personnel, uh, maintenance um, principals, assistant principals, kitchen help, you name it. We train them to be the edge coaches and provide the one-on-one coaching to the kids in the school. And, and obviously they do that at no cost to the kids. So this has allowed us to get into uh, environments that just uh, we weren't in before and to provide it at a cost um, that is uh, way, way, way below what the private markets would call for in providing one-on-one coaching. Yeah, so I want to just kind of pause before we kind of continue because there's one thing that I want to draw out is you do people can contact the Edge Foundation get one-on-one coaching. But what's really unique about uh, that process is normally you can go out on the internet or whatever and go try to find a coach. But what's really cool about what you guys do is you try to match the coach with the individual student. So it's not random. It's just there's a little bit of of knowing both sides of that coin to make that marriage really kind of work um, and that relationship. And, and the Edge Foundation is the only. Um, organization I know that actually does that. I think it's a it's a huge thing that you guys do. So I just wanted to highlight. When you started going to the in school coaching programs, uh, tell us about how you first started. Because and I, I, this might be wrong. And correct me if I am, but I think that if I recall correctly, you guys actually started with more inner city schools. Is that right? That's right. Yes, we did. Yeah, I went. Uh, you know, we're we're national in. in um, and we're in, you know, a whole bunch of different states and what have you. But we started in the state of Washington, and I went down to uh, Olympia, our state capital, and went to the the office of the state school superintendent, and he directed me to his, the unit in his office that was responsible for the ten worst performing schools in the state. And the woman in charge of that at the time was this very impressive, six foot four African American ex pro basketball player. And she fell in love with what we were talking about and took me by the arm up to Giadroni Middle School in Tacoma and Big Picture and Alternative High School in Burien, Washington, who at the time, both of these schools at the time, were in the, the worst, the bottom 10 of, of the state and introduced me to the principals. And I sat down with them and told them what we'd been doing. And I said, we've never done it in, in the schools. We've never done it in your schools. We have no idea whether this will work or not. That was about 10 years ago, and they said, well, come on in and let's try it. And uh, so we've learned a lot from that, and now we're, uh, you know, in schools all over the country. And um, and what we've learned, um, number one, we learned the point I made earlier, we learned that we don't have to bring our coaches into the schools. We can train staff in the schools to be the coaches. And the reason that's so important, that's important for two reasons. Number one, they know the school. They know the kids. They're usually uh, from the community. They reflect the environment and the culture of that school. So it immediately gets um, – it provides a connection that's critical in coaching. Mm-hmm. And number two, it allows us to reduce the cost of coaching dramatically because they're doing this as part of their job that they're already being paid for. We're not bringing in a mm-hmm. paid coach from the outside. Yep. Um, so that's what? worked out this, very this well. Good... The, second, the, second, the, second, the second major thing we've learned, and this is critical, is that when we got into these schools, the principal said to me, well, all my kids have, kids have ADHD. Well, they don't all have ADHD. And what we've learned, and the, uh, the neurological research backs this up, 
is that kids who've had trauma in their life have the same kind of brain chemistry issues as those of us with ADHD, that the, that prefrontal cortex is not functioning as well as it should, even though we might be bright as can be, our ability to organize and, and plan and prioritize and, and uh, adjust and, and persevere sometimes suffer because of the, uh, the lack of chemicals getting into that prefrontal cortex uh, at a certain age. So yep. um, we now, what we, as a result of that, we now focus uh, our efforts on kids who have what we call executive functioning challenges. And that takes in a wider swath. It's not just kids with ADHD. It's kids who have executive functioning challenges, whether it's as a result of ADHD or a result of childhood trauma or a result of just developmental issues. I mean, a boy's brain is not fully developed till till his late 20s. So it's not surprising that a 13-year-old boy may have uh, uh, problems controlling his impulses. (laughs) So uh, that's been a a real eye-opener. I tell you what, let's go to break. When we come back, I want to kind of pick up on this concept because I think that there's a really the essence of the genesis of the show is really kind of want to bring out. Everybody, uh, to learn more about Neil and the Edge Foundation, go to edgefoundation.org. And you can go there and learn more about Neil. You can learn more about the Edge Foundation. Or um, actually, if you're uh, involved in the educational system or you know somebody that should be aware of some of the things Edge is doing, please uh, go to that website and uh, there's a contact button and you can definitely connect. For those that are tracking, our secret word tonight is students. Again, our secret word is students. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change the lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an EDGE Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and executive function challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Make every moment count with Time Timer, a sensitive solution for ADHD time management. It shows how much time is left using a bright red disc that gets smaller as time passes. To place an order for a Time Timer, all you have to remember is timetimer.com. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. Do you have something those with ADHD need? Advertise on Attention Talk Radio. We are a narrowcast, internet-based radio show targeting those with or impacted by ADHD. To learn more about advertising opportunities, email attention at attentiontalkradio.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. We're here with uh, Neil Peterson, uh, founder of the Edge Foundation. We're having a great conversation about uh, uh, coaching as an intervention. Uh, before the break, he was giving us a little bit of the history of the Edge Foundation with uh, uh, one-on-one coaching and then kind of getting into schools. And before the break, we were kind of talking uh, really about the training of, uh, of the 
the school, the staff, the teachers, the administration, and stuff like that. And to me, what I think is really fascinating is we're really talking about teaching them the the coaching paradigm, the mindset, the way to interact. So people are taught really the teaching side of it, but really coaching a lot is the interaction side, dealing with the motivation and helping people learn and find their way through. And, you know, I have to give it to you, Neil. You've definitely been one of the thought leaders in this area uh, with the Edge Foundation. I mean, you were the first organization to bring research that showed uh, coaching as an intervention for those with ADHD really has an impact. And I believe the research was released at the CHAD conference back in 2011. And you take a look at where we've come in that short period of time. Um, The conference now is a three-way conference that's put on by CHAD. Uh, ADA and the ADHD Coaches Organization. We have coaches that are being inducted into uh, the Chad Hall of Fame. Uh, We've got more coaches giving presentations. And and in my interviews with Dr. Russell Barkley and um, helping him understand the intervention, we're getting a lot of referrals from that area. And so I think it's really, really exciting um, intervention that's going on. And I think it's a it's a paradigm shift. It's it's a it's such a huge thing that somebody's actually bringing this to the schools. and training the teachers on it. Now, in this process, if I understand it correctly, uh, you started this at more, you know, inner city type schools or more lower performing schools. You guys have had a significant impact on the results. Uh, is that something you can you can share a little bit about that and has it unfolded? I sure can. Uh, yeah, the results have really been uh, spectacular. I mean, first of all, and most importantly. Uh, uh, child by child, I mean, uh, you know, it's the coaching is, in my opinion, transformative. Uh, what what's happening is the young youngsters are developing what we call their executive function and skill set, the ability to plan and prioritize and stay on task and follow through and adjust when things don't go well, um, and that in turn leads to better decision making, and that in turn leads to agency the ability to own your own decisions, good decisions. Uh, So that's the most important. But we also track um, what happens to dropouts, what happens to uh, school disciplinary actions, what happens to attendance, uh, what happens to failing classes. And in all those categories, there's dramatic improvement, as well as a grade point average. Uh, So uh, attendance has increased with the kids we coach by 50%. Uh, disciplinary actions have dropped by 50%. Uh, we hardly ever have a, a dropout uh, from somebody who's been coached. Um, and number of classes failed drops dramatically, and the grade point averages go up. And, and the reason they go up is because it's one thing to to learn. It's another thing to be in, in, the, uh, in a, a position to learn. And by... If a child comes to school with all kinds of stresses from a variety of conditions, whether it's in the home, whether it's with friends, whether it's a uh, lack of sleep, I mean, you just go down the list. Their ability to absorb and take in and want to learn is reduced dramatically to the extent that the coaching can be helpful in, in dealing with each one of those issues that, that's troubling that young person then that means that their ability to absorb and to want to learn and to learn is increased uh, significantly. I, I, uh, I really want to pause here and emphasize, and everybody, this is kind of my perspective, but I know as a coach, 
I talk a lot, and I'm coaching people. They know what to do. They know what the outcome is. But so often they don't understand their own individual process to do that. And, you know, one of the first things that I do when somebody comes to me is there's a learning exercise that I have them go through. And the reason I do that is because however um, they learn is an organizational process. And if they're a very visual learner, a very auditory learner, or a very kinesthetic learner, I want to understand what that is because whatever their dominant learning modalities are are going to give us some clues to um, how they might organize their world externally. And I've had a lot of success with this, really trying to help people realize that they might be uh, the, the word's not the best, but a verbal processor, and I explain to them that, you know, your working memory is a little bit challenged, and many people just think in their mind, but for those with ADHD, sometimes not to talk is not to think, and that they can go and ask for permission for it, or to talk to them about, you know, when you're making notes, what works for you? For some, it's narrative, other it's bullet points, other it's diagrams, other it's your pictures. So taking notes is, is a generic type thing, but helping a person understand the way, the individual unique way that they take notes, to me is that process. And a lot of what I think I'm hearing is, is we're not just talking at the children. We're helping children uh, understand their natural processes. And when they do, you're having all of these. I mean, certainly grades are an intended consequence, but the increased attendance, the less the, the – the reduction in dropout rates and the increase in skill sets from an executive function organization is really what we're trying to get at that the current paradigm is not really working, which is why I'm very much a fan because, again, it's not just about the GPA. This is a real holistic approach. Is, is, you want to add to that or is, and, or is that encapsulate really what we're talking about here? Well, I, I think you're right on in terms of uh, learning how a child learns. And some people, some kids learn uh, visually, other kids learn auditorily, kids learn experientially, uh, kinesthetically. So it's it's really critical that, that not only the parents, but those that are teaching the kids understand how each child learns and then, and then can, can uh, uh, with, with that information, uh, help that child get the information in the way they best learn. But over and above that, um, I think it's really important that um, um, we understand what we're trying to do with coaching. I mean, we're, we're trying to um, um, allow the child to understand how much power they have, regardless of their age, in terms of trying to figure things out themselves and being successful mm -hmm. in figuring things out themselves. So a lot of the training that we do is really um, very uh, challenging for individuals, whether they be parents or teachers or others that are involved in, in helping children on a day-to-day -day basis. Because your natural instinct when you're dealing with a child, if you're a parent or a teacher, is that you want to help the child. And the child comes up to you and, and raises a question or, or offers your natural instinct is to give them you know, Johnny, if you do these three things, you'll be successful. And then, and, and uh, what we do in our training is really try to get you out of that mode uh, because that's your natural instinct. And instead, sit back and reflect a little bit with Johnny and ask Johnny, Johnny, what do you think uh, are the things that would be helpful to answer the question you've raised? In other words, not give Johnny the answer. At the, at, the, at the time he comes forward, but instead engage with Johnny in a way that gets Johnny to think through possible ways to approach the problem that he, 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 he has identified. 
And that, that ability to, to, to wait and pause and reflect and get Johnny to answer his own question is really something that's very difficult for all of us who are just so anxious to help the child and said, and uh, that's, that's one of the key things that we do in our training. I think that the way you start out is so on point. Your natural instinct is really to tell and to pause and override and ask and wait for the student to kind of reflect is really enabling them to think through the problem, not just have the problem given to them, which I think is really at its core, if we had to summarize it all down, just that notion of, of pausing and getting the student to engage is really the power of all this. We're going to go to another break again. Uh, we'll come back. I want to talk about, like, where we are and what the future looks like and uh, what Edge, is, Edge Foundation is doing to kind of uh, bring this a little bit more to the world. Again, to learn more about Neil, go to edge foundation.org tonight's secret word is students and with that we'll be right back after these messages you're listening to attention talk radio we'll return in a moment your life your world your choice this is attention talk radio change your life by learning more about managing adhd other places give you a few tips the add coach academy will change your life to find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Make every moment count with Time Timer, a sensitive solution for ADHD time management. It shows how much time is left using a bright red disc that gets smaller as time passes. To place an order for a Time Timer, all you have to remember is timetimer.com. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more how an edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. The Attention Talk Network has over 450 interviews and more than 210 hours of programming, which is overwhelming if you think about it. That's why I've made my list top 10 favorite Attention Talk radio interviews. Download the list at www.digcoaching.com forward slash ATR. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Neil Peterson having a conversation about the coaching intervention and its impact on students. Uh, just really, Neil's really a, very much a thought leader, uh, is really a pioneer in getting the coaching uh, concept out into the world. We were having a conversation before the break about uh, really um, helping kids problem solve by not by overriding our natural instincts to tell. Um, as the EDGE Foundation has gotten into schools and you've been having some of this success, um, tell us about expansion and how you get the word out and some of the challenges that you're facing. I really want to bring an awareness to um, our listeners to see if they can kind of help out in, uh, in, in this, this area to get um, more coaches out there to get the kind of results that you're seeing. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, I mean, the, you know, one of the things that drove me to start the foundation 10 years ago was the fact that I don't think the intervention of coaching gets enough um, play, if you will. Uh, most parents even know about it as a possible intervention. And, and so how we get the message out that coaching is available and how to access it is critical. Um, and I'll be, I'll be, um, I won't be satisfied until, uh, you know, there's unbelievable knowledge among all the parents 
of this as a potential intervention. Uh, and I don't think we're anywhere near where we need to be on that. I mean, I mean as much as we've done over the 10 years, um, we've not been successful. I don't, I don't believe in, in getting the word out anywhere near to the degree that it needs to be so that parents, because my, my thought is that parents, once they understand of, that coaching is a viable intervention, um, among other things, they will demand their children uh, get this as an intervention. And so we need to get to that point, but we're not there yet. I mean, um, I'm not sure what the solution for that is, but we don't have the resources to do a, um, um, a nationwide advertising campaign or what have you to raise the visibility, but something needs to happen. Somewhat similar to when I started uh, FlexCar, which is now, now called Zipcar, uh, we had the same kind of situation. Um, this is 28 years ago when I started that. Uh, nobody had ever heard of the concept of sharing a car. And um, uh, we had the same kind of issue that you're raising right now is how do you get the word out about this so that people know about it so they, they can share a car if they want to. And, uh, and what happened there was after a period of years, somehow it became viral. Somehow people started to talk to other people. And even though we didn't have the big marketing budget that would be necessary to, to launch the idea on a nationwide basis, and there became a buzz about it, a tipping point, if you will. And all of a sudden it spread like wildfire. And my hope and dream is that the similar thing will happen here because once parents hear about this as something that would be valuable to their child, boy, they're going to talk about it and they're going to demand it of, of whatever school they're in uh, where their child is. I, you know, I have to tell you, I, you know, I've known you for years now. You're, you're very much a visionary and you're like, you know, we really want to get this thing now, but I, since I've known the edge foundation and I look, um, it's been amazing at the, um, at the impact that you've had in the world. It's the, the mental health professionals that the psychiatrists and psychologists of their openness now to, um, coaching as an intervention and like even now I get Dr. Barkley sends me stuff on a regular basis when people are, are, are curious about that um, to try to kind of forward them on so maybe we haven't lit the fire yet where it's raged out of control but I really think that you're doing all the right things um, and that it's it's really 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 going to come and I get really pretty excited about it and another reason I want to do the show is we could get this out on a gr- grassroots basis so that people could learn about it be aware of it and if you're listening to the show and, and you, you know a school administrator or you know somebody that's really involved um really kind of reach out to them and uh, make them aware of the show listen to it go check out the edge foundation and reach out to them because i know uh, you would certainly like to engage in the conversation um one other question that i had is is you've been working with a gentleman i believe that's doing executive coaching or something at rice university um can you tell us about a little bit about that how you got involved with that or what just what that program is well, the way the way we got involved is, and I'm meeting just by chance. I'm meeting with him in in Houston um, next week. Um, and but the way we got involved was that I did a uh, an op-ed piece um, uh, in one of our local newspapers a few weeks ago about um, college uh, completion. I had gone to a talk that was given by the um, the president of Washington State University. Uh, a month or two ago and going through, you know, everything's going on in the university and what have you. And at the end of the talk, I asked him what percentage of his 30,000 students graduate in four years and what percentage graduate in six years. 
and I frankly was shocked at the uh, the answer. The answer was um, 40% of his students graduate in four years and 60% graduate in six years. And to me, that that those numbers are staggering, staggering, and they're they're atrocious. And then I did some research and found out that those numbers are above the national average. That means that I mean kids that are making the effort to actually get into college and go to college, a tremendous number of them are not completing college. And so my instinct is if I was the president of a college, any incoming freshman, I would, I would give them a coach from day one until they prove to me they don't need a coach because I want that child, that youngster, that 17-year-old, I want them to complete my, the college course that they've been accepted for and have started. And, and that uh, op-ed generated quite a reaction. And one of the reactions was from Rice University who called and said, hey, we need to talk. And so we're actually going to do that face-to-face next week. That's, that's, that's real, 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 real exciting. And actually, I'm actually shocked um, at those numbers. I never realized they were so low. Um, it's actually kind of amazing, too, the amount of to me when you when you spend the money to go to college. If you get your degree, you got you got your degree. If you don't get your degree, you spent the money and you walked away. You don't really. I mean, people aren't saying you know I'm going to hire if you have half an education or whatever. So it's it's interesting to me if you're going to make that investment, why not make the investment in a coach or do something to try to make sure that you 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 recoup that money and actually finish the, the program. So um, that being said, I also, well, Jeff, I'm, Jeff. I'm a big fan, just a big fan of yours for pushing this because, uh, you know, I, I think that that concept of you have to have a coach um, until you can prove that you, you don't need one is really interesting concept. And I know, you know, for years I've had uh, parents call me every once in a while and their kids said that, you know, they have ADD and they want coaching. And I say, well, just go back and ask them if they can name a professional athlete that doesn't have a coach. And I've yet to have anybody come back and name that because a coach is really just to help you achieve what you're capable of. And your concept of, of bringing the paradigm into the schools and into the colleges to help these kids achieve what they're capable of really, really, really makes a lot of sense. So, uh, Well, just we to, put a, to, put an exclam- to, to, yeah, to put an exclamation point on that um, – <laughs> In addition, if you're low income and attending college, only one out of eight graduate. And if you have learning wow. and attention issues, only one out of 20 graduate. That's on top of the, of the data that I just gave you. So, I mean, it's, it's just uh, uh, unbelievable. And what we should be doing is, um, is providing as many supports as possible uh, to these youngsters that are getting into that and wonderfully getting into that uh, that college environment so that they can complete, as you say, and succeed going forward. Wow. Those are staggering statistics. That's one in 20. Wow. Wow. Anything left to be said before we close this out? No, I just I want to thank you for, uh, you know, bringing this issue to the airwaves because um, I think this – you know, then one other thing I just would mention is that one of the other things that drove me to do this 10 years ago was, first of all, was the situation with my kids and, and having provided coaching to them and, and saw what the benefit was. But, but the other thing that drove me was that in my career in the private sector, my boards of directors had always required me as the CEO to have an executive coach. 
And so they, my thought is if, if, if a, an executive coach is good enough for CEO in this country, then it's good enough for a struggling 8, 11, 14, 17, 20-year-old. And, and that's essentially what we're doing is we're trying to bring this concept of an executive coach, which uh, private corporations understand the value of for CEOs. We're trying to bring that concept to, to a new audience. And that's, that's our youngsters and our kids that are struggling and, and uh, the kids that could benefit from this for a variety of reasons. Very, 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 very well said. Uh, Neil, I'd like to acknowledge you as an ADHD community asset, as a thought leader, and for everything that you're doing. Uh, you really, you really made, you're making a mark and a bigger mark, and I think it's really, really pretty impressive. And uh, just for your inspiration and 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 forethought to get into this and even form a nonprofit to actually kind of move this thing forward, I, I just, it's, uh, I think it's really, really a gift. And I want to acknowledge you in front of our listeners because it's. Uh, uh, You've done so much um, for so many that don't even know that you're behind it all. So on behalf of the ADHD community, thank you so much for all your work. Thank you, Jeff, tremendously. Everybody, learn more about Neil and definitely learn more about the Edge Foundation at edgefoundation.org. And I hope you enjoyed our show and uh, catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.